Hello everyone! I've got great news for you. The seventh edition of the I Hate Green Beans book list is ready and here for you in the show notes. All you have to do is click on it and you'll be whisked away to titles upon titles of categorized books and specific genres. We've got fiction, nonfiction, memoirs, romance, thrillers, mysteries, YA, faith-based, even the classics. I Hate Green Beans listener Karen suggested I do an entire episode about this list, and I thought it would be a good idea to bring in my friend Katha, who is an avid book reader, to peruse the list and tell us which ones are not to miss. I'll have a list of Katha's picks in the show notes as well. You'll want to check hers out, and I'll also have a list of my favorite books. As you can imagine, they swing young adult and romance and anything with Mindy Kaling's name on it. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 217 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I am here with my good friend, Katha, who's going to talk books with me today. Katha, how are you? Great. Thanks for asking. Oh, of course. I want you to tell everybody this is your first time on the podcast, which feels weird that it's gone so long and you haven't been on. But tell everybody how we know each other and what the deal is and who you are and why you're so great. (laughs) Okay. Well, so Lindsay and I met, we met before the mission trip, Mm -hmm. but our friendship officially started in Cuba on a mission trip. Mm -hmm. We were roommates. It was real hot. (laughs) We're laying there in the dark. And I said, so do you watch Friday Night Lights? And Lindsay replied with Tim Riggins. And that was it. I knew we were going to be friends forever. I was right. We have been friends forever. Lindsay was a bridesmaid in my wedding and has been there for my family over and over again. So one thing I remember from that Cuba trip was specifically with you. That's the trip that I blew out my knee because you were upstairs and I can't remember why you weren't with us, but you were upstairs and I was salsa dancing or doing something rumba. I don't know with this cute darling Cuban kid and blew out my knee. And then I go upstairs and I walk in our room and you went, what did you do to your knee? And I remember thinking, Oh, it's bad. And could I ice it? No, Cuba didn't have ice. (laughs) Do I remember it? I thought that's bad. If Kathy can notice and I haven't even told her anything. (laughs) Um, I did want to say, though, that you are one of my book reading friends. Now, I'm going to explain to the listener what a book reader looks like. I used Laura, my roommate, as an example. And I was like, Laura, would you buy my book? Of course I'd buy your book. Yes, I love your book. Your book is great. And then I'll say, what's the last book you read? And she'll go, um, hmm. If you can't instantly tell me what you just read, you're not a book reader. 
So you are a book reader, Katha, and you're one of the you're you're one of my friends who reads, I think, the most in bulk. Because would you say you read before you watch things? Absolutely. Always yeah. read a book before you watch it. Okay. Would you read if you had some off time versus going to just go through Netflix? Or are there specific times that you read? Yeah, reading can be seasonal. I pretty much always am reading a book. Um, But like if I'm on a Netflix show and binge it, then Mm -hmm. I watch the whole. I'm dedicated to whatever I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not a Twitter. And if I'm reading, I'm reading. I would say I would say in current days, I'm reading more than I'm watching TV for sure. Is that a summer thing or just like you say, seasonal when the time comes and goes? I think it's just seasonal. If there mm-hmm. were something that I was dying to watch on Netflix or, you know, whatever, HBO Max, mm-hmm. I'd watch it. Yeah. But if there's nothing, I don't watch TV for the sake of watching TV. I have to be like, this is what I want to watch. Otherwise, it's do usually book. And do you, I get your updates from Goodreads. Do you go to Goodreads to figure out what to read or to keep a keep a list of what you are reading. Does that question make sense? Are you going to find out what can I read versus here's what I've read? Yeah, I use Goodreads to log what I've read. I don't very often use it to find things. And so that's where you keep a record of what you've read. Do you have a goal? Do you say I want to read however many books this year? Yes, I do that every year. I can't remember what this year's goal is. I usually add at least two books. If if I made last year's goal, then mm-hmm. I'll add two books to this year's goal. But this year, I'm kind of just blowing through somehow. <laughs> um, so this year, I chose 35 books, okay. and I've read 19. Oh, so nice. I'm, according to Goodreads, I'm five books ahead of schedule. Oh, so, I yeah. love it. Mine was right. 30 is my goal this year. Okay. Yeah. That's a great goal. I'm so what happens now. though is like, I'll be ahead of schedule. And then I work for a school in the end of July and August. I work nonstop. Mm. So all of a sudden I'll be right on schedule. Yeah. <laughs> because I won't get anything read in that season. Do you read on a Kindle or do you read a paper book or do you listen or do you all do all three? I mostly read on my Kindle. These days, hardly ever read a hard copy of a book. Mm. Um, I will usually choose a hard copy if I know I'm going to want to make notes in it. Mm. Like, and that's generally not a fiction book. So you know, like Christian living or, you know, something along those lines, then mm-hmm. I'll buy the hard copy of it. Do you go to the library or check out from the library? I do not go to the library. I have discovered the library this year, Katha, and I yeah. am obsessed with the library. Oh, good. Yes. And I so, think it's because of the re- the those books that I would never kind of want to waste even a dollar ninety nine on or ninety nine cents, you know, I would have because it's only ninety nine cents. But I can get it for free, and it just downloads in my my app. Well, so here's what happened: mm. I used to do the library for Kindle or whatever, yeah. but then I was reading Gone Girl, which is like you know, complete suspense mm. thriller. You got to read the whole thing, and my time ran out. 
and it disappeared mm-hmm. from my Kindle and I hadn't finished it. Oh, that's <laughs> so then rough. I had to hunt down somebody with the book <laughs> <laughs> so I could read the rest of it. And that kind of like ended my <laughs> library love because that is rough. Yeah. That is so rough. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That has not happened to me yet. So that's good. I bet it's because though, do you read multiple books at a time? No, I don't oh, read multiple okay. books at a time, but if I'm in a season where I'm hardly able to read, yeah, yeah, then it'll yeah. take me longer, you yeah, know, to I get it. So. I get it. Oh, and with the library, you have to read it when you get it. Like, yeah. So I was likely probably busy with something else. And I'm like, oh, crud, I have to read this now. Yeah. Anyway, the library is too much pressure. (laughs) 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 Said only Katha. Um, I will give you a hack that our friend Andrea Orr, who is also a reader, said to me. Um, she turns it on airplane mode, so it the library physically can't take it back because it's not connected to a Wi-Fi. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. But then, of course, if you need to download something else or use whatever, and you have uh-huh. to turn it on, it will suck it back up. I actually did that one time where I knew I was a day away and I just needed a little bit more time. But I, and, 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 it, and it worked for whatever app I was on. She and I are on different apps, but yeah, it worked. So that just in case you would like to, you know, dabble in that, you, you yeah. could do that. I don't know. Do you well, remember- Right now, my Kindle library on my, on my Kindle is ridiculous. So, is it so I probably full? for the next two years yeah. <laughs> on it. How do you decide what to read? That's a great question. I sometimes I go to social media and ask people, Hey, Mm -hmm. what have you been reading? Um, Sometimes it's just based on mood. Like what do I feel like right now? Um, And then sometimes it'll be, I just happen to have a book that I came across an interesting story about. And so, Oh, I already have that. I guess I'll go ahead and read it. You Mm -hmm. know, that type thing. Yeah. But more than anything, it's mood based. Like, do I feel like literary fiction or do I feel like a thriller? Which mm-hmm. it's usually thriller. Um, but I like a little bit of everything. Okay. I agree. I feel like my recommendations come from other people, third party endorsements, if it's the genre that I like, which is very handy that you, our genres we overlap because I feel like you like everything and I like these three things over here and this is where I'm going to stay. It's kind of like right. when Todd is on with movies. Todd is going to be your heady thinker, thriller, blood over here, and I'm just right. going to be the romance and probably you know whatever's equivalent to High School Musical at the time. That's where right. I stay in books as well, and so I feel like when I started this. I hate green beans book list. That's what it was. It is exactly what you said where I think I went on my blog and said, what I need some book recommendations. And let me tell you what I'm looking for. YA, you can judge me all you want to and romance and maybe memoirs from funny people. That's just where I wanted to live. And this wonderful list came out and then commenters were saying, well, can you share it? And so I did, and it's been going on for the last seven years. 
And so um, whenever I was, um, I had mentioned in one podcast, Hey, if you have any ideas uh, for a podcast in the future, let me know. And, um, I hate green bean listener, Karen said in your intro, you always talk about how you're going to talk about movies, music, TV, and books. And she said, you've yet to talk about books. And I thought that is so true, Karen. We're on episode 217 and she's hung in there for a very long time. So here we, I know, Karen, this is for you. Poor Karen. Um, I'm going to email her after this and say, it's coming. Yay. But she said, I mean, it was exactly her idea. Why don't you do something with the new book list and and get someone to tell us what to read because the list now is getting overwhelming. At the beginning, I think it was about, you know, 50. And now I've made it into categories. And one of the things that I, I love about the list is whenever I see repeats. And so maybe five years ago, I didn't do it the first two years, but maybe five years ago, I started putting an asterisk. If, if it was, it w- if somebody want recommended it again, because I right. think that's a big deal too. If somebody recommends it multiple, multiple, multiple times, I think it's worth noting. So that was the first thing I was going to ask you. I know you have the list and I know you again, read all of the things. And so if you went through the list, which we're going to have a link to in the show notes, so everybody will be able to look at it totally free. You don't have to sign up or do anything. It's just there. If you go through and look at all the asterisks that are there, meaning, again, multiple people said this is a great book. Are there any standouts for you that somebody who just sees that list and thinks, oh, my gosh, I could never even I couldn't even just parcel through it. What would you recommend or a few that you would recommend for people to read? Right. So for the starred ones that were multiple recommendations, um, there was one, the first one that caught my eye was Redeeming Love, Mm. which is a Francine Rivers book. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a Francine Rivers fan. (laughs) Like, I've read a lot of her books and I've really liked some and I really didn't like some. So what were the ones uh, you didn't like? The Mark- one that comes to mind was something about a shofar, the shofar blue or oh, something okay. like that. Oh my gosh. It makes you be like, oh, <laughs> church is gross. Like it was, <laughs> I hated it. But Redeeming Love, which is supposed to be the story of Hosea in fiction form, um, is great. Okay. It's it's a great read. It's romantic. It's um it's engaging, holds you, you know, like I'm pretty sure it was a I stayed up reading book for sure. Um and it's and it's old. Like I mean, not like classics old, but like 20 plus years old and yeah. people still love it and still recommend it. And so I would definitely say if you haven't read it, it's worth adding to your list because you're way behind. <laughs> to not Exactly. What if I, I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. What if I'm not a churchy person and I don't, I don't want to read a churchy book. Oh yeah. You, like if you know the Bible, then you're going to see all the ways it lines up with what scripture says. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know the Bible, you wouldn't even know okay. that this was a Christian allegory, you'd be like, Oh, what a romantic story. Okay. Or you might even be like, man, he's a glutton. <laughs> like, you know, but definitely you, you wouldn't necessarily understand the spiritual overtones. Okay. Awesome. That's a great one. Do you have any more? 
Um, in more recent books, uh, The Hate You Give, which mm-hmm. is, I think, a YA book, right? That's mm-hmm. your category. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It's a great way to step into, um, for me as a Caucasian woman, to step into the life of someone who is from a different ethnicity. And I think it, I think it really just gives you a great picture of what that goes along with and what we're seeing in current day society with the whole idea of white privilege, which I know people have their own opinions on that, but I think it really helps you understand what people really mean when they say white privilege, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so Anyway, I thought it was great. That's the, uh, the also, hate you give. The hate you give by Angie Thomas. Yes, yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a great story. Like it's engaging, and it's not just about the culture. The culture right. is just the the setting, right? So, right. Um, so really good. So, and then my third book that I wrote down is the Rosie Project. Oh uh, yeah, I've read that, but I've heard about it. Oh, I loved it. It's real. Um, it's not real deep or anything, but the story is great. And the character is super quirky. Um, they never come out and say that he has Asperger's. Hmm. Um, but that's the implication for sure. Like a deep implication of that. He'll remind you a little bit of Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And super obsessed over research and can't, you know, socially awkward can't see things like, you know, doesn't see what's right in front of him because mm-hmm. he's so focused on the minutia of things, you know, um, struggles with big picture, I guess. Okay. But um, anyway, I loved it. I thought it was entertaining. Great story. A little bit of a love story. It's, it's good. I'm glad to hear that. That's been on my bookshelf for a while to the point to where I had forgotten about it. And now that you mentioned that, I am going to pull it back out. I see it right there on my yellow. I have my books color-coded. I know, weird. But yeah, it's in my yellow section. I'm going to go get that right now. Um, were there any glaring oversights? I know that's a hard thing because the list is so long. But was there anything on there that you thought, come on, people. I can't believe this yes. is on the list. Absolutely. Two of my favorite books oh, were not on the list. <laughs> Tell me. Um, one was Gilead by Marilyn Robinson. Okay. Tell um, me about that. So Gilead is a coming of age story. Um, it's kind of, it's it falls under literary fiction for sure. I found it difficult to read when I first started reading it because there's no chapters. It's just kind of oh. a stream of thought. And part of my reading process is finding stopping points Mm -hmm. or I'll read forever. Mm -hmm. And that um, was not great for me, but I ended up reading it on a ski trip actually where I did not ski. And so I had a lot of time, but it's just, it's beautifully written. Marilyn Robinson's pretty deep and I just loved it. It was just, it was a guy who was basically writing a letter to his son but in the process of writing the letter to his son was basically working out his own life. Like oh. I did this and wish I had not, or, or this was something I struggled with. And it just, I thought it was a beautiful book. Still think it was, be- it is a beautiful book. Well, so, um, how do you spell it? G I L E A D. Exactly. Like it sounds is, is it older or is it fairly recent? Um, 
you don't have to tell me. 15 plus years. Yeah. Oh, 15 it, plus years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that's been on your list a while now. I'm, I'm sticking it on the list as I'm typing it out right now. So it will be right. on there. Never fear. When you started doing this list, it wasn't fresh on my mind, you yeah. know, like, or I just assumed others would have, of course, <laughs> come on people. Come on. Yes. What's, what's the other one? I have two more. One is Peace Like a River, which is by Leif Inger. Okay. Which he has, he's, he falls under a favorite author category for me. Um, but Peace Like a River, again, is kind of a coming of age story. And it's kind of like a, I want to say almost like a Western adventure that's set like in the 50s. And it involves like a runaway kid and stuff. And it was, it's great. It's a good one. Okay. In fact, the school that I work for, requires it in some of the high school reading. Mm. So it's a good one. Um, so it's a, it's a soon to be classic. Nice. Okay. Very good. And then my third one mm. is the Inspector Gamache series. Oh, by Louise Penny. do you know Louise Penny? I don't. Uh, oh, she's lovely. It's, she has a whole series, you know, I'm not a huge fan of series because I like there to be an end in sight. Right. And um, so I tend to like stay away from them a little bit. And then I find myself roped into one and I'm like, oh yeah, I do love it. But (laughs) for those who love Murder, She Wrote, this series is for you. Inspector Gamache has all these murders happen in this tiny town. Oh no, who would ever live there? I know, crazy. <laughs> but the you, the characters become endearing. It's set in Canada and it's beautiful. And you just really like, it's just great. So it's my like, I've read like four or five books and now I need an Inspector Gamache break. And so I'm going okay. through it that way instead gotcha. of binging it. And I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I read something the author wrote about the character Inspector Gamache, and she compared him to her husband, her her deceased husband. He, she said, one of the things I love about Inspector Gamache is that he lives in a world that's really dark, but seems to be able to still find the joy. Mm-hmm. And so her husband was a pediatric oncologist, and she said the same thing about him, that he lived in this world that was terribly dark and horrible, but he was still able to find joy in life. And so it's good. I, you you will love Inspector Good. How many too. are there? I think there's 17. Oh my goodness. That is a lot. I would do that in segments as well. Yes. Um, my, I love a series, love a series uh, from my babysitter's club days. Whenever I was a VIP member of Walden Books in the Longview Mall, yes. and they would call me and say, we have the new babysitter's club, and I'd beg somebody to take me there. And then, you know, then I switched to Sweet Valley High, and that was the other series books that I loved. But then I didn't, then I didn't have any. I didn't have any series books there after that until Harry Potter came around. And then when I discovered Twilight, which I thought yeah. was great, and it's not, but I still read them. And then divergent and hunger games all all of those trilogy things i was woohoo i was very excited about yes. but several on my list which we'll get to in a minute um are longer so i guess i love a series i love for the story to keep on going and then i'm really sad when it ends so i need to read that murder she wrote ladies book 
because <laughs> it'll never end. It'll just keep going. All the people, all the people in the town will die, and she'll just move to another town and solve those mysteries. Uh, we talked before we got online how you have specific genres that aren't my genres. So I want you to tell people who like thriller mysteries and literary fiction and sci-fi stuff, um, one or two of those that you would recommend in those genres. And then I'm going to do probably memoir and YA and maybe romance. I know that's sad, but that's where we are in my life. How, what would you recommend in all of those categories that I assigned to you? Okay. So for thriller, I kind of went with more recent reads just because that's what's fresh for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't read The Push, read The Push. <laughs> oh, my the ending. Like, I mean, even like my friend, a friend of mine, Summer, uh, texted me this week and was like, The Push. And I was like, that ending. And she was like, I know. Like, it is, you should read it. It's about childbirth. Uh, no, 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 not childbirth. Um, but it's totally a psychological thriller and it's truly like this mom trying to decide is my kid psycho or not? Like it's so good. I love it. Okay. And then I just read the one that was the last book I read actually like two days ago and there's a Netflix series about it. So I decided to read the book so that I could watch the series and it is so good. It's like, it's real interesting because it's, it's, it follows multiple different characters that like each chapter is another character story. Mm-hmm. And so like the characters are real different from one another. And so it's almost like this author is like, well, this chapter is going to be my murder mystery series. And Aww. this chapter is going to be my rom-com series. And this chapter, you know, so you get a good, like, diverse read out of it. Yeah. And it is also a psychological thriller, but I was halfway through the book before I believed that because <laughs> the beginning, it's like you're just learning about all the characters and about halfway through the book, you're like, oh, yeah, I see. I see where this is going. Oh, <laughs> and it's called The One by who? Oh, who's it by? Mars. Last name is Mars. Okay. M-A-R-R-S. Maybe All right. I don't know if you're going to ask me about favorite author- authors, but Jane Harper has been added to that list this year. Mm. And one of her mystery thrillers that I read was called The Lost Man. Just good. She's she's hard. Like the subject matter can really be wounding mm. and hard. Mm. So I would definitely look into it before you read it. Okay. But the stories themselves are well-written she written she writes like she's a literary writer but it's still mystery good real good stuff that's cool yeah so and then for literary fiction i put east of eden probably as my first recommendation um every year i read what i call my epic summer novel and oh. so I pick a book that's going to be crazy long like somewhere in the 700 page range uh-huh. and Two years ago, it was East of Eden by Steinbeck, which is, of course, a classic. Right. And when I finished it, I thought, how have I never read this before? Oh, I love that. It is such a good book. Highly recommend it. And then in more recent works, American Dirt, and the author's Mm -hmm. name is failing me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But so good. It's so well written. And it didn't take me very long at all to read it. Um, and it's kind of 
the title threw me off because I didn't really know what it was going to be about, but it's basically a woman trying to escape a drug cartel, escape drug cartel from, you know, I think from Mexico and into the United States. Okay. So it's got some heartbreaking stuff in it, some real heartbreaking stuff, uh, but definitely a great read. And do you have sci-fi picks? Um, I didn't, I wrote down the most recent one I'd read. It's called Sleeping Giants and I loved it. It's real good. And I heard about it from Ann Bogle. Okay. Modern Starcy. And I finished it and dadgummit if it's not book one of a series. (laughs) (laughs) So I was so mad. I stomped to the other room to where my husband Ryan was. And I was like, it's a series. I can't believe it. So, but I found out this week it's just a trilogy. So okay. I'm going to go you ahead. You can do it. You can do it. And hang in there and read the other two. I'm fine with if there's an end in sight. Yes. It's where there's not an end in sight that I'm like, no, I'm tapping out now. Do you abandon books? If you're just not in it, can you give it up? Look, I don't like that. That is not. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I'm I'm a finisher. Like Me across too. the board. Me too. But, Okay, there's I read, a but. I think Barbara Bush at some point said, "Don't waste your thing, your don't waste your time on reading something you're not enjoying because mm-hmm. it's not worth it." I can, it might not be her, so don't quote me for sure on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But funny, we shouldn't be talking about this now because I abandoned a book last week. Um, it was called Halsey Street. Okay, and I got about two thirds of the way through it and thought. I hate this book. Mm. I hate characters. They are selfish and gross and yuck. I just don't like it. And I went to Goodreads to read other reviews, which I don't ever read reviews for books in general, other than like if somebody's recommending it, not like I speak it out um, because I want to form my own opinions on things. Um, But there were many, many reviewers that were like, I got two thirds of the way through and I'm out. <laughs> Can't read it anymore. And then there were people who finished the book who were like, I mean, of course there were people who loved it or it wouldn't have had great stars like it did. But there were also people who finished the book that were like, these characters are gross. There's, yeah. there's no redemption here. They never like learn their lesson. There's no moral of the story. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. So okay. I quit reading it. Yeah. So, so you feel the freedom now. To do that. Yes, I do. I still don't do it very often. Like, I feel like you got to hang in there. And I'm finding more and more these days, you got to get at least 50% of the way in. And Mm. then that's when you know, like, okay, it's turning or, okay, I've started to love these characters. But those those introductions that take forever that make people want to tap out. And I think you need to hold on. Right. Because there's a purpose for that. There is a reason why we need the backstory. Because you're going to get it in the second half of the book for sure. Or in, you know, book two for the series. Right. (laughs) Thanks for those. I'm going to do some of my favorite. I'm just going to stick to uh, YA and memoir because both of them are rather lengthy. Let me do memoir memoir really quickly. I like to read uh, books of people in pop culture who I enjoy. So my memoirs that I love are from Mindy Kaling, Kaling, Lauren Graham, and Tina Fey. 
Uh, Tina Fey's Bossy Pants was one of my favorites, enough so that I purchased the, or maybe had an audible credit, maybe the audiobook to hear her read it. I did the same thing for Mindy Kaling. She had, is everybody hanging out without me, which I think is an awesome title. And the other one is Why Not Me? I enjoyed both of those from a standpoint to, uh, and Lauren Graham, hers is uh, laughing. Oh no. Talking as fast as I can. So uh, yeah. th- the reason why I like him is because I watched 30 rock and I watched the Mindy project and the office and I watched Gilmore girls. And so when they're talking about the behind the scenes of all that, that's what I enjoy. So that's the way I, that's where I gravitate to, but I, I do have Michelle Obama's on my list. Her, um, yeah. What is hers? Becoming. Yes, becoming. So that's on my list. So she's not, she's not a TV pop culture icon. (laughs) She's an icon in her own way. So I'm excited to read that too. But where, where if I'm a sweet spot, Kantha, is young adult and I'm 45. That's fine. What I loved in YA, I would say the selection series. And that is, did you read that one? Yep. For for you. I read it. (laughs) Thank you. I know you're like, bless her heart, but it's like Hunger Games and The Bachelor mixed, which is the best case scenario for me. So I I thought that was very fun. I also am reading or did read, I finished it really quickly, the Throne of Glass series. And that's kind of dystopia too. It has a strong female lead fighter girl and it's not necessarily sci-fi I don't know why I'm leaning more towards um I guess it's magical or fantasy fantasy. yeah fantasy Fantasy a little bit because some people have wings but you know they just have wings they're not any kind of angel or anything they're just wings and then um the ballad of songbirds and snakes which is the prequel to the hunger Games series that's when okay. I actually reviewed for the Associated Press. For some reason, I don't think we knew it was coming or it was announced it was coming when COVID kind of hit its really scary stages. And okay. so it's because I did the same thing. They, they they actually reached out to me and said, hey, will you cover this? Because they rarely do YA novels. And I said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know. It's about snow okay. when he was a boy. And it makes you look oh, okay. at him differently. And, and it, I thought it was, I thought it was very well written and make, you know, it makes you think kind of like the theater production of Wicked makes you think about the Wicked Witch a little bit differently when you watch The Wizard of Oz. It's sort of like that. So that okay. was something. And then um, the American Royals is one that a lot of people had suggested and I really liked that one too it was what if the um, America had been we had kings and queens instead of uh, Uh democracy and so that was kind of a fun little twist on things the Washington family because George Washington was a king instead of the first president so that was kind of fun I did want to ask you two more questions maybe three um if who are your favorite authors is one, and then I wanted to know what is your favorite book of all time, and third, what are you reading now? First was favorite authors. So even though I don't ever say any of her books are my favorite books per se, I love Kristen Hanna. I think mm. she is just 
oh, she's so good. And she's so good at like, like all of her books are so different from each other. Like, I think that one of the reasons I get, I get fatigue reading is when it becomes formulaic. Mm. Like, like if you read um, Jojo Moyes, like they're great, but they're real formulaic. You yeah. know what's going to happen, you know, or whatever. But I feel like Kristen Hanna's books are all so well researched in, in just different, different from each other. They're all so different. And I love her books. Um, Marissa De Los Santos mm-hmm. is uh, Love Walked In mm-hmm. is the books that she's written. I read anything she puts out. Okay. Like, in fact, I just realized the other day that she has one out that I haven't read. So I need to read it. But she's just beautiful. And she's she really taps into the human spirit. Mm. And I really love it. And then I referenced her earlier. But Jane Harper is a mystery thriller writer. Um, and one of the reasons I like her so much is that her books aren't just the thrill of it. There's a lot of beautiful writing in it. It has a literary content to it versus Pulp Fiction, okay. I guess, is what I mean by that. Okay. Oh, and Leif Inger. He's the one that wrote uh, Peace Like a River. Yeah. He's, he's got great. He's just, he's a, he's a great writer. He's good. Great characters. And what are you reading right now? Right now I'm reading The Glass Hotel by uh, Emily, what is it? Emily St. John Mandel or Mandel. I don't know how you say it. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wrote Station Eleven that most people have heard of. This is her newer one. I really liked Station Eleven. When I read Station Eleven, I thought it was going to be like set in space for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that, but it's more a dystopian type novel. And so here's how sad that is, though, because then when I started reading The Glass Hotel, I again thought set in space (laughs) because I now associate that with an author who does not write about space. Details. I'm about 100 pages in and I'm enjoying it. Like it's I'm going to keep going. It's a good one. And your favorite book of all time? I think I have to come back to East of Eden on that. Okay, like. For years, I would have said Gilead, maybe Peace Like a River. Um, When I was younger, it was To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. or even younger, the Ramona series. Uh, (laughs) But I think that I've got to come back to East of Eden on that. It's so good. Read it if you have not. I mean, your real answer is Bible, right? Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. (laughs) I won't put that in there. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Or maybe I will. (laughs) I mean... Favorite book of the Bible. If you could date any disciple, who would it be? Good Lord. <laughs> You've never thought like about that? I would not date a disciple. <laughs> is that Henry? No, that is Alexa. I don't know what we said, but she's answering something. <laughs> oh, she's playing music. <laughs> Alexa, stop. I don't know. Um, see if see if just Henry will say his favorite book series. Okay, let me go get him. Okay. Hold on just a second. Okay, let's see yeah. who's in here. Can you hear me, Henry? 
Yes, I can. Well, look at that. Thank you for answering in a complete sentence. That was so adult of you. I was wondering about books for kids, and I was wondering if you have any of favorite books that you would recommend for other kids to read. Um, well, my last book that I've read and finished was called, was Fudge Series about Peter Hatcher and his little brother Fudge. Mm-hmm. Was, was that a lot of, were that a lot of books or just one book? Um, four books. Oh, how nice. My goodness. How long did it take you to read those four books? Um, I cannot recall how long, but. <laughs> That's okay. What other books would you suggest for kids to read? Well, currently I'm reading a series called Warriors. It's a, it's a series about some cats who are being wild in the forest. Mm-hmm. Will you tell everyone how old you are? I'm nine years old. And do you love to read? Um, yes. You do? Do you like to listen to the book or read the book yourself? Um, I like both. You do? Are you listening to a book right now? Well, I have many books that I listen to mm-hmm. sometimes. What's one of your favorite? The Henry Huggins audio series. Okay. And you just listen to it as you're playing or as you're cleaning your room or something? Um, both cleaning and playing. <laughs> That's great. Tell her who tell her who wrote Henry Huggins. Beverly Cleary has written Henry Huggins. Uh-huh. Tell her who reads the story. Um Neil Patrick Harris. <gasps> really? How fun. He's so animated. I bet that's great. Well, thank you, Henry, for telling me what other kids should read. And I think everybody should read because it's the best, don't you? Uh-huh. Would you rather read or, or watch the Astros play? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can say Astros. It's fine. All right. Then Astros. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. Cause under the covers one discovers that the king may be a crook Chapter titles are like signs and if you read between the lines You'll find your first impression was mistook For a cover is nice but a cover is not the book Hey, thank you all for listening and a big thank you to Katha for dropping whatever book she was reading to come on the show to talk about whatever book she's currently reading. There's a link to the 2021 I Hate Green Beans book list in the show notes. Happy reading. And if you love that list as much as I do, remember one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to subscribe and review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. Also, the book list will be in those profile links as well. And don't forget to check out my real books. They're on the list too. Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. Our cover is not the book, so open it up and take a look. Cause under the covers one discovers that the king may be a crook. Taroo-a-lee, taroo-a-la, taroo-a-lee, ta-ra-ta-ta! Ta-ra-ta-ta!
find your first impression was mistook. Yeah, da da da. For a cover is nice, but a cover is not the book.